1: Uh, let's uh, talk uh, to Justin Barrett, who's uh, the leader and co-founder of uh, the National Party. And a uh, very good morning to you, Justin, and thanks uh, indeed uh, for joining us on uh, the program. How did you spend St Patrick's Day? Good
0: morning, Michael. Um, uh, I was on Tara Hill in the morning, uh, very early in the morning, um, with uh, and uh, anyone who wants to visit the YouTube channel or the all uh, of the National Party can, can get to hear the entire speech that I gave. Um, and then in the evening, I went home, uh, well, it wasn't earlier than the evening, uh, with my family and spent the day with them.
1: OK, tell us uh, the thrust of what you had to say.
0: Well, the thing about uh, the lockdown, COVID-19, etc., is that... What is lacking here, as far as I'm concerned, is a lack of proportion and perspective. The National Party did not come out as an anti-lockdown party last April. In fact, we were very um, wary of doing so until... The figures came in, and I mean the official government figures now. So I'm uh, i being very careful because some people will say, "Oh, the government have exaggerated the figures, and so on and so forth." So I'm, I don't I'm, think I don't think anybody gonna, would say that. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay with those, the the government figures. On oh, this yeah, and get yeah. a sense of proportion and perspective on it. Is the lockdown, particularly at level five, is a huge Burden to place upon the nation, both in terms of health, which is to say, other things happen to people other than COVID 19, um, and there's the undetected cancers, for example, there's the undetected heart conditions. There's there's a myriad of other health problems that are not being were not adequately dealt with in 2020, and there's no evidence that they're being adequately dealt with in 2021 either because of the excessive focus on COVID 19 deaths or or potential COVID 19 deaths. Also, um, there is the, the fact that. The effect on everybody, now, they may not be fatal effects, but the effect on everybody, mental health-wise, uh, employment-wise, business-wise, and so on and so forth, has been dramatically bad, mm. uh, if, if bad is a strong enough word to mm. use.
1: That's terrible, yeah.
0: So, yeah. so while we were very slow to come down, co- come out against the lockdown, if we... There was a possibility that we were actually dealing with a huge epidemic that would kill thousands of people unless something dramatic was done. Um, When the figures started to come in, and uh, the figures have continued to confirm this over time, is that the government's actions with regard to lockdown, and the, the, the actions of most of the governments of the Western world are way out of proportion with the problem that they are dealing with and the result is that we are sitting on a time bomb of deaths as a result of other medical conditions and we are also essentially ripping the heart out of the economy and 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 in some cases emotionally speaking we're ripping the heart out of ordinary people
1: okay is it not the better of two evils though
0: Well, you see, that's the thing. And that's that's where you have to have a matter of perspective is um, the lockdowns are not effectively uh, dealing with a proportionate problem. A lockdown is essentially almost house arrest. I mean, you can only go within five kilometers of your home without being in breach of of COVID regulations.
1: For your own good, though.
0: That is well. How is it for your own good? Because business? you don't die. Well, 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 the likelihood of you dying of COVID nineteen is is absolutely minute. Uh, that that's been shown, as I say, by the figures. What? Uh the t- the t- the talked about eighty five thousand deaths possibly in twenty twenty at the beginning of this pandemic, as we, as we continue to call it. Uh, but in fact, 85,000 deaths has not turned out to be 85,000 deaths. Uh, they have turned out to be, in, on the island of Ireland, out of a population of 6.5 million, they have turned out, in total, to be about 6,000. Now, that means that the lockdown is not in proportion with the actual problem. Now, each of those deaths, and we know this uh, mm. uh, uh, is very personal and and tragic to the people who are involved or directly connected.
1: Okay. But
0: but the fact but the fact but, of the but, matter but is But the numbers it, have been it, kept it, down because die. of
1: because of the public health regulations.
0: Well there's no evidence that the, the numbers are being kept down by public health regulations. But there's lots uh, of
1: evidence, Justin, in fairness now. I mean you know well, you, every lockdown uh, the numbers come down, the spread of the disease reduces.
0: Every time uh, they talk about super spreader events, for example, there, there, there's never a spike in the numbers of uh, people who either contract the virus or, or die from the virus the two to three weeks later you, that do, one do, would expect do, it. do you
1: watch the numbers when they're being published?
0: I do watch the numbers mm. when they're being published. I watch them every night um, I, 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 if I don't follow them up first thing in the morning. Mm. Um, so... We are talking about a significant number of people dying of a virus. But we're also talking about a country of six and a half million people, which over the course of a year would expect that people will die. That's that's, a, that's a, a fact of life, if you like, is that we are all going to die of something at one point or another. The question is whether the lockdown, and in particular, the the impact upon the economy in the first instance, the ordinary people's lives in the second instance, and in the third instance, and this where it comes to the question of, is it not the lesser of two evils, is, well, we have yet to find out how many extra people have died of non-COVID-related health problems as a result of, Measures which are introduced to to tackle COVID nineteen and therefore have overstretched the health service on focusing on one virus, focusing on one health problem, Hmm. and ignoring essentially everything else. It's a terribly uh, serious virus.
1: It's a terribly serious virus uh, which causes people to be sick, uh, to be critically sick, to need intensive care, Uh, and in the worst case scenarios, people die from this.
0: Yes. It, 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 in the worst case scenario, mm. uh, people do die from this. In the worst case scenario, people die from cancer. In the worst case scenario, people die from heart attacks. In yeah, but if we could case prevent case people scenario, from
1: if we could prevent people from getting cancer or having a heart attack, we'd do that, wouldn't we?
0: Well, we had, we didn't in 2020 because one of the key factors, for example, in dealing with cancer is early detection and early detection uh, was essentially suspended for the entirety of 2020 because the focus was on COVID-19 and all the resources of the health services were devoted to that so no is the simple answer is no we have not been tackling uh, uh, issues like cancer we have not been tackling issues like heart disease we've not been tackling mental health problems which are uh, Considerably more complicated and leading to potential suicides. We have not been dealing with those properly while we are focused on COVID 19 alone. A lockdown is simply excessive. It is, it, of course, it is necessary to deal with any health problem, COVID, whether it be COVID 19 or whether it be cancer or whether it be heart disease, mental illness, and so forth. Of course it is necessary, but the question is, do you lock up, and essentially, do you place under house arrest six and a half million people in order to deal with a virus which has a low transmission rate, relatively speaking, and also has an extremely low market, mortality well, That's it's
1: exceptionally transmissible. I mean, that's just simply wrong, Justin.
0: Well I, look if you uh, the figures are there yeah, uh, they're exactly. easy to read uh, yeah exactly and uh, the fact of the matter is is that not they they are they do not bear out the word pandemic by any manner of means yes they and do. most of those it, 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 and it. most of those figures by the way are based on the PCR tests which are themselves unreliable But again, it's a matter of perspective. Is there an issue with COVID-19? Of course, there's an issue with COVID-19. Is there an issue with any virus that is transmissible through the general population and is potentially fatal? Uh, Yes, of course there is. Now, what do you do uh, when you find yourself in such a situation? You ask yourself, what is the proportionate response? And the proportionate response is to save as many lives as possible. Now that means balancing the lives that will be lost as a result of the measures you introduce as against the lives that you believe will be saved by the measures you introduce that's just that's just on a a literally calculating how many people how many uh, live, how many people die basis, which is at the heart of the matter, if you like, if we're talking about saving lives. And then you have to add in uh, the fact that mm. we have closed down the country entirely. We have destroyed the hospitality sector. We have essentially wrecked the Irish economy, except for the multinational sector or the globalist the, the, the element of the economy, pharmaceuticals, IT, etc. But uh, our days of Irish businesses are utterly destroyed and will not recover most public houses for example will will never reopen after this well, you, you do you, you, you
1: do know that people's lives have been saved in hospital because they've received intensive care treatment
0: exactly uh, after 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 my own, my, after, my own. My own life was saved uh, not too uh, well. I guess it's quite a while ago now uh, because I had a heart attack and it was saved because of an intensive care unit. Okay, but and you realise that COVID people 19.
1: people are no, not definitely. able to breathe because of COVID and uh, they're it's given intensive...
0: It's when you're having a heart attack as well. But that
1: they're given intensive care uh, and um, that their lives... It's very
0: are, difficult to when you're having heart Yeah, no, I know that. But you understand that... the detection but, of heart problems would have been of great benefit to myself, unfortunately. Yeah. But, you, you,
1: but, but you do understand that lives have been saved from COVID because of intensive care, and that if...
0: Absolutely. Now, here we come to a different question. No, entirely, no, which well, nothing, I haven't asked it yet. has nothing to do with the lockdown. It has to do with the question of why is our health service completely overwhelmed by what, on balance, should be not a problem that, that, that a 21st century health service in a modern Western country. And why is that the case all over be, the world? Because, it's because this because disease is so transmissible
1: and it makes people so sick. And no, that if you didn't lock down, have you'd have more people contracting the disease and, have have sick, and you'd have more people more sick and you'd have more people dying anyway, regardless. And you would also have people whose lives wouldn't be saved because there wouldn't be an intensive care bed for them.
0: First of all, we know know this from the uh, the trolley crisis that we had before this entire COVID situation arose is that the Irish Health Service was not fit for purpose and nothing was done about that. A lot was talked about it, but nothing was done about it. Uh, um, The scenario in which people are being saved, again, one has to ask, people are being saved in intensive care. How... About the people who are not being saved in intensive care uh, because they have non-COVID related uh, illnesses that there, require intensive that, care. That's well. exactly
1: that's exactly the point that in order to facilitate everybody, those with COVID and those who have other uh, illnesses that require intensive care, uh, you lock the country down. So that,
0: mean, the, so mean, that the health service—that phrase that they used at the beginning of last year—called flattening the curve, which they they never actually achieved to, uh, through any of the lockdowns. Do you follow the public health you guidelines, mean, guidelines yourself? I you mean, the um, the in not really. Um, I regard most of them as absolutely absurd. Um, Do you
1: wear a mask?
0: I wear a mask, where uh, because it's mandatory in shops, and I'm not, I don't intend to. Uh, Insults the owner of a a private business. Do you stay within
1: Do you stay within the five-kilometer radius of your home? No. No,
0: I don't, and I don't think anybody does. <laughs> I really don't think anybody does. If your listeners out there are honest with themselves, ask and says over the last. Yeah, I think the vast majority uh, your, of people they, do. I think have them, they stayed within the five kilometers at all times? And, and well, most think, of your listeners will answer that they have not.
1: I don't think that's true. I think most people do.
0: Well, okay. I, 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 I just ask mm. people to ask themselves that question, and the answer or they will find them there, shall we say, neither in. Neither in my question nor in your answer will they find, will they find it. They will find it there. Uh, have you travelled for more than five kilometres from your home over the last 12 months? And the fact of the matter is that most people have.
1: OK, look, I have to leave it there. But thank you indeed uh, for joining us uh, this morning. That's uh, Justin Barrett, uh, the leader and co-founder of uh, the National Party. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much.